Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Make our confession of faith together. Bishop, why do we pray things like that? Because the scripture teaches us to do that. And so anything that you want to see prevail on your life, you're going to have to pray it first. Let's go. I am ready to receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, do what you do when you do how you do when you do it, because you do it so well. Speak to us now. Can I get you to say, speak, Lord. Say, your will be done in me. Say it like you mean it. Say, today. Say, every question, answer it today in Jesus' name. So, guys, we are in the final week of our series, Power. And today's message is the power of your pronouncement. To pronounce means to announce something or to declare it. Very simply, your pronouncements are the words that come out of your mouth. Now, I'm going to give you three points. I'm going to give them to you very quickly. And i got to make sure you get these points deep down on the inside. I need you to know these points so well that, watch this, that you can recite these back to somebody on your job this week. I need you to know these points so well that, watch this, when you leave church today, you're testifying to people about the power you just found that you have. I need you to know you're not sitting next to somebody weak. You're not sitting next to somebody that's a mistake, a failure, or an accident. You're just sitting next to somebody that's got power. Can I get you to shout power? First Corinthians 4 and 20 says this, and this is a scripture we've been looking at all throughout this series. It says, for the kingdom of God, what's the kingdom of God? It's God's way of doing things. It's God's MO, his modus operandi. That's how God does what he does. The kingdom of God, watch this, is not in talk, but it's in power, which means God is not just a God that says a whole lot. He's a God that wants to do more than he says. Let me back that thing up. He's a God whose walk is stronger than his talk. And I pray for you that for the rest of your days, your walk be stronger than your talk. 
Let's tell the truth. Some of our frustration with people is because they always said more than they ever showed or produced. Can we tell the truth? Some of your frustration with individuals in your life has been because they always talked about more than they actually did. But I need you to know you're the one that's going to be the exception to the rule. You're not just a talker, you're a walker. What does that mean? That you're getting ready to show something. For all of you who have been saying God's about to do something amazing, you're about to see it. For everybody that's been speaking and declaring you, God's going to put something big in my hands. God's been testing you with the pressure of big problems so that you can handle big problems. And if you believe he's about to do something amazing in you and through you, can I get you to give God three seconds of glory right there? Go. Three. Let's go. Two. Let's go. One. Say yes, Lord. So here's the first point. First point I want to get into. First, your pronouncement has power. Proverbs 18, 20 through 21 says something that you hear me say from this pulpit very often. You hear me say it on Monday night prayer very often. And it's so powerful. Proverbs 18, 20 through 21. Uh, let's look at verse 20. For the, from the fruit of a man's mouth. What does that mean? His words. His stomach is satisfied. Stop. God says, watch this. The quality of life you have is predicated upon the quality of words that come out of your mouth. He says, watch this. He says, from the fruit of a man's mouth, that's his words, that's his pronouncement, his stomach is satisfied, which means lack is connected to what comes out of your mouth. You didn't hear what I just said. Watch this. That means problems are connected to what comes out of your mouth. It says, by the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He's satisfied by the yield of his lips, which means God says, if you don't like what you're seeing, you need to change what you are saying because your world is framed by your words. Now, listen, if I had time to back this thing up, I've told on it in depth before, you would understand this, that life and death are in the power of your tongue. Matter of fact, that's the very next verse, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of your what? tongue not the devil not your mama not your brother not your sister not your haters not your enemies God says if you're gonna live or die it's because of what comes out of but listen death and life are connected to the words blessing and cursing you remember in the scripture when God says this day I said before you death and life and the curse and the blessing choose this day which one you want which means when he says death and life are in the power of my tongue he says being blessed or being cursed are in the power of my tongue which means if I'm going to be on top it's going to come from my mouth if I'm going to be at the bottom it's going to come from my mouth and I need some of you to realize your change watch this it ain't out here it's going to start uh 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 Touch somebody on the shoulder and say, check your pronouncement. Check your pronouncement. <laughs> Death and life are in the power, 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 power of your tongue. Have you ever noticed how easy it is to talk negative? Because the enemy knows when you talk negative, you're going to produce negative, And now you're going to be sitting up complaining. Watch me blaming God for what you created. You might be sitting next to somebody who's had a little attitude with some of the stuff that's been going on in their life, that's had an attitude with some of their issues. Can I tell you why you've been having those issues? It's because you started, you chose to agree with your problem instead of use your pronouncement to send your problem. I need you to release this over your life. Say the rest of this year will be the best of this year. Release this over your life. Say the rest of my life will be the best of my life. Watch this. For everybody who feels like you're behind schedule, release this in the atmosphere. Shout, I'm right on time. I need you to say it like you mean it. Shout it again. I'm right on time. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And those who love it, stop. Who love what? 
He says, what type of words do you love to say? Because some people love to be negative. Let's tell the truth. Some people love to gossip. Let me tell you what gossip is. It's somebody complaining about somebody doing something they've never had the ability to do. And people are gossiping about you. You need to look at them and say, listen, don't, be, don't hate me because you ain't me. I just need you to take notes and not be jealous. What? Those who love it. Let me ask you, what kind of words do you love to say? If we're honest, can we have some honest conversation? We often love to say negative stuff. Because it gives us a sense of comfort. We, we love to say and we love to think, oh, oh, what was me? Nothing ever works for me. Nothing ever goes my way. I take one step forward. Let me tell you why you keep doing that. You said it. What do you love to say? Look what he says. And those who love it. God says, I need you to love pronouncing positive stuff. I need you to love. Let's go to church for a minute. I need you to love waking up saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't care what was happening when I went to sleep. I will bless the Lord. At what type of words do you love to say? What do you love to say about your kids? What do you love to say about your spouse? What do you love to say about your money? I dare everybody to say, I have no debt. Let's see, watch this. Some of y'all felt uncomfortable saying it because you're like, I'm lying. You ain't lying, you're prophesying. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. For those of you who refuse to owe anybody anything for the rest of your days, release this over your life. Say, I have no debt. But why is it so difficult for us to love good words? I'll show you why. Here's my second point. Pronoun you pronounce what you perceive. Mm. You pronounce what you perceive. Here's Luke chapter 11, verse 34. This is the powerful verse. It says, your eye is the lamp of your body. Eye here means your perception. He says, your perception is the lamp of your body. When your eye or your perception is what? Healthy. Stop. Which means you can have a healthy perception. You can have an unhealthy perception. You can have a positive perception, and you can have a poison perception. Touch your neighbor. Say, leave Bell Bib DeVoe out of this. What is that? Poison. What? 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 He says, when your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. Which means everything you see, you're going to see it good. When you have a good perception, even in something negative, you're going to be like, well, praise him. If somebody says, I'm leaving you, don't want you no more. Watch this. When your body's healthy, you'll cry for a minute. And then you'll say, well, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I ain't got the time. Why? You ain't even worth the tears. Matter of fact, thank you for doing this now before I put more time in investment. Thank you for doing this now before I put more into this thing. See, 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 when your body is healthy, when, when, you're, when, when your body's full of light, even something negative, you'll look at it as a positive. So, so, so watch this. Watch this. If somebody says to you, I don't want to be your friend no more, you'll say, well, thank you. Thank, listen, listen. And I don't even have to talk about you. Here's how you know your perception is good. I don't need to tell the truth about you so you stop lying about me. All I'm going to do is say thank you for the good times. Because watch this. It wasn't all bad. Some of y'all watch this. Stop demonizing everything because somebody is no longer part of your story. 
Stop demonizing everything that happened because they're no longer part of your journey. And some people you need to look at and say, thank you for them few great years that we had. And I realize that they're over. And since my perception is healthy, you go do you, I'm going to do me, and let's both give God the glory. I need you to release this over yourself. Say, I refuse to be bitter. But when your perception is bad, so you're just going to not be my friend no more? All them times I took you to this and all them times I did this and all them times I did this and all that. Your perception, watch this, because you think that's the only friend you'll ever have. You think that's the only friend that you'll ever be able to trust. Watch. Watch this. Watch this. He says, when your eye or your perception is healthy, your whole body is full of life. But when it's bad, it's bad. Your body is full of darkness. Since everything you see is negative. Somebody say, good morning. Hmm. And then you'd be like, hmm. Well, that's the truth here, man. Yeah. When, when you're dark, you're like, well, what they saying good morning for? See, I'm tired of these people trying to flirt with me. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself, baby. I was just being kind. But when you got darkness, you think everybody has an agenda and motives. So you'll miss good people because of... <laughs> Watch this. Your perception can be poisoned by people. Judas's perception was poisoned by people. In Luke 22 and 3, they'll put it on the screen. In Luke 22 and 3, uh, Judas's perception was poisoned by people. Um, Judas was often conferring with people who didn't like Jesus. So his perception of Jesus became poisoned because of other people's issues. Do not look at other people through the lenses of other people. Because you shouldn't have mad at folk. Watch this, because somebody else has an issue. Now, realizing the reason they got an issue is because they don't want you to go go to them to get the truth about what happened in the issue. Second thing, your perception can be poisoned by pain. Uh, in First uh, Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9, there's a man named Jabez. Jabez's mother, she names him pain. That's what the name Jabez means. It means pain. She names him after her experience. So when she has a negative, painful experience, that's what she names him. She names him pain. Somebody say pain. When she names him pain, what's interesting to me is that, watch this, his entire, her entire perspective of the pregnancy is predicated off of the painful experience that she's had. You missed it. Her entire experience is predicated upon the painful experience that she's had. So now, every time she looks at him, she calls him, what, what, watch this, what she went through when she had him. Some of you keep calling today an old day because it looks like a day. No, it's real simple. Don't even get that deep. Don't even get that deep. You keep calling a new day like it's an old day because of what you went through in the old day. You keep calling new people. Every job you go on, it's a problem with the boss. Let me help you because you need some help. It's you. But you have a perception problem that makes you question leadership because the truth is, is you think you should be the leader, but that's proof that you shouldn't be because you think you're ready for a seat you wouldn't know how to handle. Here's the third thing that can poison your perception. Problems. Problems can poison your perception. In 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse number 16, in, in that particular chapter, in that particular scripture, you see Elisha's servant. Elisha now is the spiritual son to a man named Elijah. And what happens is, is there's an army coming against them. When the army comes against them, Elisha's servant runs to him and he says, Master, Master, listen, there's this huge army that's out there and they're about to get us. It's about to go down. And watch this. I can't figure out why you're not worried. 
Elisha's response is, do not be afraid. Come on here. For those that are with us are more than, than those that are with them. Let me say it another way. The people that are with us are greater than the people that are against us. I need some of you to stop thinking it's you against the world, baby. Don't even take it there. The reality is, let's go. If God be for you, who would? I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, there's more with you than against you. Listen to me, you got more going for you than you do working against you. You got more amazing things happen than you do negative things happening. But when your perception is messed up, you'll look at your life and say it's all bad. No, just that one crazy joker that you've been knowing has been crazy since you met him is the problem. And when you throw Jonah off your boat, you'll be able to get to where you're going. I don't know who this is for, but somebody in this building, you got some Jonas on your boat, and that's the source of your storm. Notice that when they're absent, there ain't no storms. Notice when they're absent, the atmosphere is right. Sometimes you're going to have to kick some people off the boat and say, I love you, but you got to get the heck up off my... <laughs> I'm staying right here, so I stay at my time. See, if I stay back here, I stay at my time. If I come over there, here's the last thing that can pause your perception, your past. Ooh, this one's good. In Isaiah uh, chapter 43, verses 18 through 19, God says something amazing. Here's what God says. Remember not the former things. Stop. He says, then nor consider the things of the old. What? Here's the next verse. Behold, I'm doing something new. Here's the problem. We always judge new based on old. So most of the new we face, we turn it into the old. Because the situation's new, but watch this, our perception is old. So watch this, even though, watch this, you agreed to move forward, the reality is, is that you still got one foot. Y'all quiet on me today. Even though you said life is going to get better, the reality is, is you keep going down memory lane. And every time you go down memory lane, your perception is jaded. And God says, I don't even want you to consult what happened. I don't even want you to consult what it used to be. I don't even want you to look at the people, places, things come here. Or ideas the way you used to look at them. Don't consult them because behold, I'm doing something new. And when is it happening? Now. I need you to throw both of your hands up in the air and release this. Say something new is happening now. Say it again in this building and online. Say something new is happening now. But here's the truth. Often we poorly pronounce before we properly perceive. I'm going to say it again. We poorly pronounce before we properly perceive. And the question becomes, Bishop, how should we perceive things? Well, it's very simple. You perceive everything with something called pronoia. Pronoia is the opposite, the antithesis of paranoia. See, paranoia says, everybody's out to get me. Pronoia says there's a conspiracy, but the conspiracy isn't to get me. The conspiracy is to help me. Mm. There's a conspiracy going on, but it's not for people to take me down. It's for people to lift me up. Let me work this another way. There's something going on in the background but what's going on in the background is to simply get me to the foreground. Let me see if I can work it another way. Yes, they're talking, but every time they bring my name up, they're reminding God of what he... Somebody say, I have pronoia. In other words, watch this. In other words, there's a belief that there's a clandestine conspiracy that exists to benefit you. Bishop, where is that in the Bible? I'm glad you asked. You must be studious. Romans 8, 28. Let's go. And 
and we know. What does that mean? We perceive this. We Our perceptions based off of this, that all things work together for what? Good, which means even if you hate me, it's good. Even if you love me, it's good. If you're for me, it's good. If you're not, it's good. If you're with me, it's good. If you're not, it's good. If you leave me, it's good. If you stay, I'm good. It means I'm going to have to find the treasure in this bag of trash. What trashy situation? What trashy situations are you dealing with? Oh, here goes the past again. Hey. You're trying to move forward, but the past keeps knocking, knocking at you, though. You're trying to move forward, and you ran into them at the mall, which reveals to you you were never healed. Oh, God, what is this? And see, here's the, here's the thing about it is this stuff hides itself, so it's hard to see it until you get up on it. Oh, here go more problems. Seem like the more. God, I'm so tired. And God says, I need you to keep looking. Because, <laughs> listen, yeah, there's, there's, oh, 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 wait a minute, wait, there's more problems. Oh, God. Oh, people, Jesus. The more I try to be nice to them jokers. <laughs> Let me come down somebody's row. Seems like the more kind I am to those yahoos. I wish you tell the truth. Anybody ever thought, Lord, if one more? Let's be honest for a minute. Anybody had one of them moments over the last few weeks where you're like, if one more? You don't want no problems with me. I don't need nobody in the lobby. I'm good. I got me. I love God. But I will. Okay. You go to pass. You prayed to release it on Monday night prayer. And as you kept digging through this trashy situation, it just keep on coming. More people problems, more. God, is there anything? That, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's something in here. It almost looks like this other stuff. Except when I get up on it, it don't say pass. It doesn't say pain. It doesn't say problems. It doesn't say people. It just says it's good. <laughs> I need some of y'all to keep looking. Because if you keep looking, you're going to find something good. But if I'm not looking for something good, I'm going to pronounce all this other stuff. It ain't never going to work. Maybe I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I need to quit. Maybe I should give up. It never works. I'm so tired of this. God, I'm angry. No, Lord, okay, I'm good now. I'm angry again. I don't know. I ain't going to church. I'm going to church. And God says, I need you and all your emotional stuff. I need you to have pronoia. That even when you're crying as you're taking your shower, let me get in somebody's business. 
even when the strength to get up out the bed seems like you don't have him. God says, I need you to find something good in this. Would you lay your hands on yourself, say your first name, and say, Lord, change my perception. Say, make it good, make it good. All right, you ready? Here's this last one. Here's this last point. Here's this last point. Here's this last point. Your pronouncement produces what you possess. Your pronouncement produces what you possess. Come on. Watch this. Numbers chapter 14. We're going to look at verses 27 um, through 28, uh, 27 through 30 first. I want, to, I want you to see this because sometimes we don't recognize the, the strength and the power and the potency of what we say. Um, and the problem with that is that um, that's a bad thing. Yeah. See, here it is. Numbers 14, 27. This is God talking. You ready? Y'all ready? Y'all got to talk back to me now. Don't holler at me. Talk to me. Numbers 14, 27. You ready? This is God talking. Listen to God. Listen to God. I'm going to help you. How long shall, say your name, grumble against me? What does it mean to grumble? It means you wasn't bold enough to say it to his face. You didn't say it in prayer. You're like, Father, you didn't do that. You were like, dog, I'm so. And God is like, listen, listen, listen. You ready? I heard. Let me come over here. All right, we might go. I heard the grumblings. They thought because they said it under their breath, I wasn't listening. They thought because they said it to their mama, I wasn't listening. They thought because they said it to their cousin, I wasn't listening. God says, I heard everything they grumbled against me. You ever heard somebody say something and they didn't know you heard what they were saying? And then while they over here talking and you just looking... And watch this, depending on where you're from, you might have to turn around a little bit and just gather yourself and say, I can't believe what is going on. But Verse 28, this God talking to Moses, he said, so tell them, he said, since they weren't big and bold enough to say it to my face, he said, you tell them what they said and I heard, I'm going to do it. Okay, I cut this verse out my notes, but since I bought a little time, let me read you verse 29. Put up 29. Your dead bodies. Touch your neighbor and say, what you been pronouncing? What have you been pronouncing? See, some of you, watch this, some of you pronounce being fired. Some of you pronounce being in debt. Some of you pronounce your marriage failing. Some of you pronounce your own depression. He says, I heard you. So this is what y'all said. He says, so your dead bodies are going to fall in this wilderness. All of y'all. He said, everybody in the census, 20 years and older. He says, watch this, watch the caveat. Only those who grumbled against me. Watch the next verse. Watch this. Uh, watch this. <laughs> Not one shall come into the land. 
Watch me. That I promised you. God says, so I promised it to you. You know why you missed it? Your pronouncement. I promise you joy. You don't want to know why you stressed? You pronounced it. I promise you peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. You want to know why you don't have it? You pronounced it. I promise you debt freedom. You want to know why you're still praying on providian and they don't even exist no more? You pronounced it. My check writers know about providian. <laughs> Except, watch this. Except two. Caleb, the son of Jephna, and Joshua the son of none. He said, those are the two exceptions. They get to go. The rest of y'all going to die. That's what you wanted. You told me what you wanted. I gave you what you asked for. What you asked for it for, if that's not what you wanted. Can I get everybody in this building, everybody online, to please lift one of your hands and say, Father, please forgive me for the negative pronouncements I've made about myself. Come on here, y'all. Say, forgive me and cleanse the plate. Say, cancel the fruit of the negative pronouncements I've spoken about any area of my life. In Jesus' name. Put a praise right there for just a few seconds. Seal it, seal it, seal it. Seal it, seal it, seal it. Here's the question. Why do those two get to go? Now, y'all got to remember, this is millions of people. And God said, I will wait until you die before I, before I make this move. In other words, God says, I will wait for your kids to take it if you won't take it. And I need you to know when you were born, the interruption to the dysfunction was born. When you were born, the curse breaker in your bloodline was born. Come on, 915. When you were born, the line crosser and the boundary breaker was born. But God says, but if your pronouncement is negative, I'll let you die out. I'll let you, little cousin them, little boosie them, I'll let them do it. The boosie. I know. I just picked it. I know. No, just, just what I picked. Little Steve. Misty Ann. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say, get what's yours. Say, because I'm getting what's mine. Come here, Wednesday. You're sitting next to a go-getter. But your pronouncement, here it is. I'm doing amazing on time. Number chapter 14, verse number six. Why these two? Why do they get to go? Watch this. Now, Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephna, were among those who had spied out the land. We're in Numbers 14, 6. They tore their clothes. So here's what happens. Twelve spies who are leaders go to the promised land. That's powerful because the leader became the lead because they weren't in alignment with Moses. Come here. To every business owner, to every leader, to every pastor who watches us, you got to make sure the leaders around you aren't your opposition. They may be sitting at your table, but they're not trying to advance your mission. Because every time you're trying to advance it, they become a lid to it. Because when you tell them, this is what I see, they talk back and say, this is what I see. We got division. We got two sets of eyes, which means you got to get up and bounce from the table. Let me get that seat up off of you. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephthah, who were among those who spied out the land. So everybody, the ten spies come back, and they're negative. They're like, we can't do it. There's giants in the land. 
and we feel like grasshoppers. When we saw how big they were, we thought about how small we were. Here's the problem. They said it. Here's the deeper problem. Their perception allowed it. See, you, you say, well, I never said anything negative. That's not really where the origin of the problem is. You perceived negative, which means eventually the only thing that could come out of you was negative because your whole body's dark. That's why your perception has to change because watch this. It doesn't matter how many great things you say if your perception is still dark. I need you to release this over your life. Say, God is good to me. Please release this over your life. Say, I'm not a victim. Say, I'm a victor. Say, my perception is in alignment with God. He ain't trying to beat you up. He's not trying to throw you down. Can I get you to say this? Say, he loves me unconditionally. But if you don't perceive it like that, you'll be like, God's trying to get me. Listen, Linda, if he wanted you gone, you'd be there. Watch, let's finish it. Verse 7. So they tore their clothes. That was a way in the Hebrew custom, that was a way for them to express their anger. They just come up out their clothes. <laughs> and here's what they said. They said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, watch this, the ten leaders, let me teach you this quick lesson. The ten leaders, watch this, because they were leaders, they had influence, which means the people they were leading took on their spirit, not Moses. So, so Joshua and Caleb had to openly rebuke them and openly check them because they didn't know how deep the problem went. See, sometimes you're trying to have private meetings where you need to do it in front of everybody and say, I don't know what she's been saying. I don't know what he's been doing, but let me just clear it up in front of everybody. Sometimes your desire to cover them is killing the camp. Oh, let me come for you. Would you touch your neighbor? Say, don't cover them and kill your camp. Some of you need to, on Thursday, you need to put everybody in the room and say, look, there's been too much mess going on. We're going to get this straight today. What's Thursday? Thanksgiving? Just getting you ready. They said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, the land which we passed through the spire, it's an exceedingly good land. What made them think that? They're, come on, they're what? Verse 8. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and he's going to give it to us. It's the land that flows with milk and honey. That just means it's going to be a good land. Milk represents produce, represents agriculture, represents income. Honey means, watch this, while I'm making my produce and my income, I'm going to be happy. I need you to stop thinking that, watch this, you have to be miserable. I need you to stop thinking, watch this, that to serve God means you don't have joy and you don't have happiness. See, happiness is level one because happiness is based on what's happening. Joy means, watch this, I don't care what's happening, my perception tells me there's something good in here. Would you say I've got joy? Matter of fact, watch this. Can you just let the enemy know how much joy you really have? Everybody can't do this one. But some of us say, I can give God glory and I've got joy. And this joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Somebody holler, I've got joy. Come here, come to America. I am very happy to be here. You're sitting here complaining about folk not liking you, but you were able to drive somewhere and think that. You missed it. You missed it. While you're focusing on the wrong thing, you're missing the right thing. While you're giving energy to Judas, you're missing the other 11. Let's finish this. 
Verse 8, he says, the Lord delights in us. He will bring us in the land and give it to us, a land that flows of milk and honey. Verse 9, only do not rebel against the Lord. This is your perception has produced the pronouncement. Look at me, 915. That's rebellion. Your words betray you. Because here's the truth. What if in that moment their fear was talking? And when their fear began to talk, they began to say stuff. What they didn't realize is God says, but your pronouncement has so much power. I needed you to be quiet unless you were going to agree with me. I needed you to shut up. You may or may not know the person next to you. And I need to be honest. I don't know how they're going to take it. And I also need to be honest. They'll be all right. Touch them. Say, please shut up. up. Say, unless you agree with God. I don't need your opinion. Your opinion don't pay for nothing. I'm coming over here. I don't need your opinion. I don't need your thoughts. I don't need your ideology. I don't need your your thoughts on the situation. I need you to shut your doggone mouth unless you're going to agree with God. Let me just share my heart. I don't want to hear it unless it's Bible. Don't rebel against the Lord. Don't fear the people in the land. He said, look, they are our bread. What made them think this about these giants they saw in the land? How are you going to say somebody bigger than you is going to be your bread? Perception. They said, if God brought us to it, God's going to bring us through it. We're going to use them as our energy. Which means here's my perception about it. If you give me a problem, I'm about to eat. You give me a problem, I'm about to get motivation. You give me frustration, Watch me turn it into motivation. You come messing with me, I'm going to use that as motivation. You start something with me, I'm going to use that to finish it with you. you. Watch. For they are bred for us. Let me finish. Their protection is removed from them. Stop. If you read the narrative, God never said that. How would they even look at these giants and say their protection left them? Their perception. As far as they were concerned, since we're here now, we didn't come to take sides. We came to take So since I'm here, that's proof I'm now. Since I'm here, that's proof I'm next. Come here. Which means your time has expired. And some of you, you need to start pronouncing that there's certain problems in your life that have come to their expiration date. You need to tell depression, I'm not having you anymore. Discouragement, I'm not having you anymore. Let's finish. Let's finish. I got to finish. It says, do not fear them. They're bred for us. Their protection is removed from them. And the Lord is with Say, the Lord is with me. Can I tell you how you know the Lord is with you? Because even though you haven't had everything you thought you needed, you're still getting it done. Let me preach to myself. Even though you haven't had the stuff that you thought you needed, you're still getting it done. And let's tell the truth. It's a record-breaking year. Would you slap somebody high five? Say, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord. Online, tell somebody the Lord is with you. How do I know I'm still giving it done? I'm still making it happen. I'm still victorious. Somebody, holler yeah. That's how you know the Lord is with you. You're still getting it done. 
says, don't fear them. Here's, here's, here's the, the coup de grace. The blow of mercy. That's what that means. Their names reveal their perceptions. So when you see their names, their names aren't just their names. Their names are the perceptions we're about to pray you walk out of here with. Say, yes, Lord. Joshua's name, watch this, his original name was Hoshea. Moses changed his name after he served Moses faithfully. Stop. Faithfulness will change your perception. If you feel like God's going to let you down, it's not an accusation against him. It's an indictment against you. Because when you're faithful, your perception changes. Joshua is the name Moses gave him. Hoshea means God can save. Let me say it another way. God can do it. Joshua means God has saved. God has done it. The slight nuance there takes me from outside to it's about to happen to inside where it's already done. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here. Watch, 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 watch. His perception was that whatever I'm dealing with, God has already handled it. Let's go old school church for a minute. It's already done. Pace is what a song says. It's already done. It's already done, 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 done. It's already done, done. It's already done, 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 done. Song goes on to say, I ain't going to worry and ponder. I'm going to pay my bills. I'll look to the hills. All my needs you will fulfill. Would you just touch your neighbor and say, it's already done. When your perception is it's done, you'll walk up on a problem and say, I don't quite know how this is going to work out. But my perception tells me that something good is coming out of this. Can I get you to release this over yourself? Say, Lord, give me the perception of Joshua that whatever I face, it's already done. Say, say, I got this. Now encourage somebody around you. Say, you got this. Everybody, everybody in the building online say, we got this. Here's the last part. Let me finish. Caleb. Caleb's name reveals his perception. Interestingly enough, Caleb, his name is spelled exactly as the Hebrew word for a dog. Bow, wow, wow. Yippee, yo, yippee, yo. His name is spelled exactly as a dog. Watch me. Watch me. It takes a highly skilled level to break down the etymology of the word, to understand the depth of its meaning. So when you begin to peel the layers back, you realize Caleb is distinct from a dog, but very similar to a dog. What do you mean? Because his name means faithful, devoted, wholehearted, brave, and bold. So Caleb's perception is when he walks up to somebody. I, I walked in, I walked in someone's house the other week, 
and they got this little dog, ain't about as big as his bag. <laughs> this dog is literally about as big as this little bag right here. And when I, when I walked in, the dog is very protective of, of the little girl that, that, that um, who, 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 you know, that's their buddy. Faithful. <laughs> Devoted. I could have literally put my foot and he would have met the Lord. No, I'm only saying that so you get the point. Dog lovers, don't send me no email. Listen, it's don't, don't. Right? The dog wasn't, listen, more than 45 pounds wet with a comfort on. But when he saw me as a threat, come here, I'm about to close it. When he saw me as a threat to who he was there to protect, he all, in other words, this dog was like, I'm going to need you to back up and get away from who I'm faithful to, get away from who I'm devoted to, get away from who I'm wholehearted to. And even if you look bigger than me, I'm going to bark. So much so I distract you and get you away from what I'm protective. What are you saying, Bishop? You got to have the perception like that little dog. I don't care what I'm, I don't care what I'm facing. Touch your neighbor and say, you got this. Tell him, say, be bold. Tell him, say, be brave. Say, God is with you. 915, release a praise if you believe it, right? Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody holler, I got this. That little thing. And I looked at it. And I looked at it. I was like, what are you going to do? You want to know what's interesting? Even though I was bigger than it, I moved. His tenacity made me move. And some of y'all this week, it's some stuff you're going to need to bark at. Because you're about to make it. Y'all not sit. And how do I bark? That's my pronouncement. You need to look at your giant and say, today you're coming down. You got to look at your enemy and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be made glad in it. I got this. You need to look at any circumstance and say, and we know all things work together. What are you saying about yourself? Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts 
to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word decision to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.